I'm Jerrica. And I'm Talissa. And we are The The Bittersweet Beans. Beans. Welcome to your new favorite. Absolutely terrible podcast. Yes, man. I don't know why it's it's never done that before last time. So yeah, it just started a new little intro countdown thing that we're not thrilled about. Yeah, because first of all, four, three, two, one, one, two, three, four. Or yeah, is it's that four, three, it? two, one, one, two, three, four. Which so it counts so... down and then up, and then it's like, wait, <laughs> you're doing too much. You know, <laughs> just give us one measure. Exactly. <laughs> just measure. a one measure intro. <laughs> As a recording artist, like that's it's super funny. Like. I don't know. That's like how I would be cute. Is he's like, I'm gonna give you a measure, mm-hmm. and you just know what that means. And so like, it gives us two measures. Annoying. Why? Stop. Why? Stop. Stop doing that. Thank <laughs> you. I keep doing that. Um, cool. I have a really hilarious story um, that I was gonna tell you anyway, and so I just thought I'd tell everyone. It's just kind of hilarious if you knew me in high school. <laughs> it's just like a really uh, silly full circle moment that happened. Okay. So I went to like a bonfire after work the other night with a couple of my coworkers and then a couple of friends of my coworkers. So it was just like, there were people that I knew that I worked with and then there were people that I didn't know that knew people that I worked with. And like, I okay. kind of met one person at another thing before. So it's like, just like a good mix of people, you know, and there weren't that many people there. There were probably like 10 of us, mm-hmm. but just like how it all worked out or whatever. So these two dudes show up and they're brothers and they look near my age. And so I was like, okay, cool let's meet them let's become friends whatever mm-hmm. one kid starts talking about being a theater kid oh boy so I just interrupt myself and go wait what <laughs> and then I start talking about musical theater mm-hmm. and he's like yeah I went to Highland whatever and I was like oh do you know this person and all that jazz and then I said oh because we were talking about shows that we had done and he's like yeah and then at Highland I did Pippin and I was like I saw that I went with UTA because that's when you guys you guys performed it for UTA so like all of the state saw you or whatever Mm -hmm. and I was like I had the biggest crush on the kid that played Charlemagne and he goes that was me I played Charlemagne and I was like no way dude like for like a legitimate one month period of my senior year I had like a little internet crush on the kid that played Charlemagne from Pippin at Highland and I even followed him on Instagram and he never followed me back and I told him of course that's amazing he definitely was he definitely let's just say if I follow I told him are you going to follow me back on Instagram this time and it was just like I don't know 17 year old Jared took such a win that night like <laughs> yes. I was like yes like, sure, like, like that's hilarious and his little oh brother gosh. was just like the spitting image of one of the kids that we worked with in treatment hmm. So I just loved him, like, immediately. And I was like, oh, like a little brother. And, like, I just adored them. It was so funny. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Very much full circle. I know, right? How funny is that? (laughs) And then uh, one of the girls that I had not met there, she was, like, a girlfriend of one of the friends. Um, We got to talking, and I was telling her about the Enneagram, and I sent her the test. And I guessed that she was a five, and then she was. So we got another win for old Jerry. I love it. We love the wins. A double win. Double whammy. Double winning whammy. There a double is. winning whammy for <laughs> old Jared. Yes. Yes. So sick. Oh. Any, any fun little thing happen to you? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, discussing one of them would, would be just just getting just way too up and personal with me. <laughs> so far up and personal. <laughs> the farthest up. The farthest and up that you personal. could go on personal. So... <laughs> So I won't mention that. <laughs> but let's see. Did I do anything? <laughs> I don't think so. This, I guess next week. We could talk about it next yeah. week. We're going. We can still talk about how you're excited about it. I'm very excited. We're going on too. a food run to the reservation. One of Is it? Navajo. It's like three different places. But it's one reservation. Yeah, right? I think okay. so. Yeah, the Navajo reservation. Yeah. And... Arizona. Yeah. And we're going to deliver food to old ladies and old dudes. That's going to be so cool. Native elders. <laughs> Native elders. It's going to be so, so fun. I'm so excited. And they're going to be so adorable. They are. I'm like, we're going to have such a meaningful experience. Like, yeah. it's going to be, we're going to cry our eyes out down there. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, it really is. Dude, 
I, I told a couple of my coworkers about that, and one of my friends that I work with, she's always just like, Jerrica has an old brown person to take care of. Let her go. Like, <laughs> she has an old brown person to take care and of. And she's wow. brown, so it's, it's oh, funny. Okay. Like she, so, yeah. so then it's like super all right. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> it's just really funny. I like that. That's go funny. let Jerrica take care of the natives. <laughs> That's so cute. Uh, yes. So glad. It's going to be so fun. She's the same coworker that... Uh, I haven't told you about this either. It's just such a niche work joke that, like, she, uh, her name is Clarissa, and she's just so funny. She's, like, she's just, like, so down-to-earth and quirky. Like, she's mm-hmm. a four. Very Cute. expressive. She wears a lot of butterflies in her hair. Aww. Like, we just, we love. We love Clarissa. Mm-hmm. And the other day, I think she's, like, in her early to mid-30s, and she, like, <laughs> she comes over and she's just, like, Jerrica, will you marry me? And I was like, yes, of course. And so then our manager, Josh, was right there. And he's like, and I was like, Josh, would you do the honors of performing the ceremony? And he's like, it would be my pleasure. He's like, I'll start working on it now. And then it just has kind of become this joke where we actually throw a fake wedding where her and I get married. And I have like a maid of honor already. She has a best man. We've got people like in roles. Like we we literally have put together like a wedding party for this fake wedding. And now everyone's like okay the joke's too deep to not do this like are we actually gonna, <laughs> gonna do a, a little fake wedding? little wedding between Jack and Clarissa that's amazing that's yeah. so funny she was like I have to pick which top hat to wear and <laughs> <laughs> Cute. it's pretty funny um yeah I'm obsessed with the joke yeah it's so, a great joke I like that so much commitment seriously that we if we actually go through with it that's how could you be more committed to the bit than throwing a literal fake Cheesecake Factory wedding? The only way you could be more committed to it is if you threw an actual wedding. Because <laughs> if we actually got married yeah. legally, that'd that's, be crazy. That's the only way. The only way to be more committed. Exactly. Is to literally commit. Yeah, literally <laughs> commit. <laughs> well, like, there was this one kid who, like, didn't get the joke. He's like, well, what does it mean? Why? Like, what are you going to do? And, the, and I was like, um, love and support each other till death do us part, yeah. obviously. Well, like, what this else, guy. What else would we do? <laughs> <laughs> Build a life together? <laughs> oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, like it a lot. So the, uh, wow, the theme <laughs> for this week, we're going hot again. Hot. Hot. Takes. takes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Did it so well. We wow. so together. <clears throat> we're so well. in sync. Wow. Uh, yeah, everyone's got opinions that uh, not everyone believes in, you know? Facts. <laughs> I have some of those. <laughs> and I'm on the opposite end of those sometimes, too. And, that, and that's so crazy. And that's crazy. Absolutely. <laughs> and when you really think about, dude, bro, bro like, have bro, you ever thought about? Have you ever thought about how people like have different opinions about stuff? Dude, dude, this is the first time I'm ever thinking about that. <laughs> this is the first time I'm ever thinking about that. Never thought about it ever before this, and now I just, I just don't know how to go on. Yeah. Wow. All um, right. Should do you want to start? or Do you want me to? Which ones are you doing? I'm just, you know. You're doing those ones. Okay. Yeah. I'll start. Okay. And we'll go every other still? Yeah, let's do cool. that. Okay. This one. I almost said the name. <laughs> this one. <laughs> this person says... This is like a paragraph to start. Yeah. That's crazy. Let's fucking go. Certain mm-hmm. hot out here. Huh, got it. <laughs> I often am accused of throwing away my vote. In all elections, I vote for the person I think will do the best job, not just out of the two, sometimes three, that the media is pushing, but out of all candidates and not based on their finger pointing. He did this. She did that rather on how well they debate and actually answer questions. I feel that if everyone voted their conscience instead of just the lesser of two evils, that we'd be able to make actual headway as human beings. And I agree, except it's just, it's not on him. It's just the way that it's set up, mm-hmm. you know? It's like with some of this stuff, you have to be cognizant of the fact that you're like thinking about an ideal world. Yeah. You know, and I don't know if I can, because I, I might as well just share this right now. One of my biggest hot takes uh-huh. is that your tiny, insignificant individual actions are not insignificant. They, yeah. That they make a difference. And that right. the, the world only changes if enough people share that headspace of exactly. my actions matter. Yep. And so I, while it isn't as currently practical, 
or maybe even realistic, I do agree with like the sentiment and yeah. the like the whole principle behind it for sure. Same. You know? Right. So it's just hard when um you know, someone like Donald Trump is running. Yeah. You know, and it's like it's gonna be close. Yeah. And then you vote for like a third party person and it's like Yeah, you gotta consider the stakes in all yeah, of this, yeah. you know? There's just like there's just there's just a lot to it. Mm-hmm. So I definitely do also agree with the sentiment. I think it's really like we would actually be a lot better off if people voted their conscience. And I think it would also be better if like obviously like if the voting like if the I don't even know, the government here was set up better <laughs> for that kind of thing, but it's not. It's like set up really shitty. So agree, but but also I can <laughs> but also you are kind of throwing away your vote all the time. <laughs> I mean, time. I agree with you, but you're kind of throwing away your vote sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Um, so there we go. There you have it. Is. That's all of it. That's all she wrote. Yep. Um, me and my manager have started saying, um, long story short. <laughs> I guess I one love of those that. phrases. All right. This person says, cats make better companions than dogs. You have to earn their love and affection rather than it just being given to you. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> Why? Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I get that, I guess. <laughs> But that makes me just think about, like, the most unhealthy of relationships, you know, mm-hmm. where it's, like, you have to, like, you just, like, have to show that you're, like, worth it. Like, it feels transactional mm-hmm. when you do that. Okay. Like, like it's unconditional love from a dog, whereas a cat, it's conditional love. But is it conditional or is it just, like, actual relationship-based instead of just, you are here, so I love you? <laughs> or is it, I love you for you? Because that's what I think that they mean. That is probably what they mean. But I also think that that's downplaying dogs' ability to love. That's true. (laughs) As an animal. But, like, because, I mean, I know that my dogs love me more because I, like, (laughs) had them since they were puppies. Yeah. But, like, I don't think that that means that, like, the relationship isn't real or that, Mm. like, it hasn't gotten better or grown, Mm -hmm. you know? No, okay, fair. So... I don't know. I, I disagree with that one. That's, yeah. I, I mean, I'm a little bit biased because I've never felt love from a cat. <laughs> never in my life. I've never allowed myself to be loved by a cat. I'm honestly a little bit close. There are, I know. There I was are two cats say, in my life. Three cats in my life. You that, have, at least the one cat I know about, you have kind of a, what's the word I would, predatory cat after you? <laughs> no, the, the relationship with that cat has changed significantly, oh, really? actually. Oh. I've, I've come to love him. I heard his story i heard his Aww. origin story and now i'm like oh and Cute. but he's very confused about our boundaries right now because for the listeners <laughs> that don't know i'm allergic to cats and so i can't touch them and so this cat i've had this running joke about how he's like a predator and always trying to like touch me and whatever and i'm like go away like mm-hmm. creepy ass cat and this know? cat is a cat that like will not go to anyone else it's so shy yeah so shy so picky like not very affectionate um, but now this cat wants me bad. Now that I'm a little bit like endeared to it, he, like he's always coming up to me trying to brush my leg, and I'm like, dude, go away! Like I don't yeah. like I love you, but I can't touch you. Please like, don't touch me, but you're cute. So yeah, he's confused. Dang it, poor guy. Poor little cat. Poor little kitty cat. Okay, next one. <laughs> the Beatles suck ass. Wow. My little brother would agree so hard with that. <sighs> okay, so I want I want to really break this down. Okay. Is this person saying the Beatles <laughs> suck ass? Stop it right or now. <laughs> are they saying that the Beatles don't make good music? Mm. Are they saying I don't like them as people? How are mm. we interpreting this? Because we could really get some layers into let's this one little hot take. You know what? Let's do Be- it those three ways. Bit by bit. Okay. Bit by bit. So the Beatles suck literal, literal ass. ass. I I cannot couldn't tell you. <laughs> Never Maybe. have I experienced that from a beetle. Same. I, <laughs> thank goodness. That would be so... <laughs> John Lennon and Paul McCartney. They've never came Ringo and tried Star. to suck my ass. So... George Harrison has never confirm. been near <laughs> But you know what? They're, what? When did they come about? Was it the 70s or the 80s? I think it was the 60s. 60s? Is that early? I think so. Shit. I'm looking it up. I want to be... I think it was. I okay, think it was well, the late then they 60s. lived through the 70s for sure, mm-hmm. which means I wouldn't be surprised if they sucked some ass. Because I feel like that's where... Yeah, 1963, dude. Damn. Hell yeah. Okay. So yeah, you gotta... Okay, 
Are we do yeah, for sure they were on drugs. They were they were sucking ass. Yeah. Let's go for the next one. Okay, and that one is their music. Their sucks? music is bad. That one is I mean it's not my favorite at all. Mm-hmm. But I love some of their songs, like Hey Jude. Jude. <laughs> I always remember I can't remember remember if it's Jude or June. <laughs> you, do you wanna know why you can't remember that? Why? Because when Cypress did Twelve Dancing Princesses, one of the princesses' names was June because they're the twelve months of the year, and Evan Brown sang on the guitar Hey June <sighs> to her on stage. Well that's why do you do it. that. That'll do and it. And it was Rebecca Williams. So Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So of course, like she got serenaded Hey June. Like that's well, why there you, you have it. There we all have it. Unlock that memory. Wow. Um, okay, there's a lot of nuance here too because yeah. because their music is so old, like music has come a long way. It's sometimes uh-huh. unfair to compare and contrast current music versus old music because of what they kind of had available t- for them to work with. Agreed. And I would also say that like the Beatles were like 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 they were they were changing music in their time, yeah, exactly. which is like whether you like them or not. Yeah. That's like, you have to give them some respect for that. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, kind of the phenomenon that they were. Because I don't, I'm not into like Beatles deep cuts. I really just yeah. know the hits, yeah. you know? Um, all their most popular songs. My grandpa, one of the biggest Beatles fans. Um, so I'm a little bit biased toward them for that. Mm-hmm. And just because they were a global phenomenon. Yeah. Like, one of my Insane friends how right much, now. like, influence they had Exactly. Reach. One of my friends right now is comparing Taylor Swift to the Beatles. Like, the way that really? she's kind of just taken Damn. the world right now. Fair. And just been, yeah. like, everyone's talking about her. She's everywhere. This tour is, like, a Beatles tour. Like, where it's just selling out 80,000 people crowds every night. And, mm-hmm. like, like, yeah, kind of like them or not. There they were. You know what? I think this person feels the same way about Taylor Swift too. So yeah. maybe it's like <laughs> maybe it's a maybe it's a thing for. Ooh, and if we break it down even more, know that this person is a six and the mm. the resistance to the popular thing, <laughs> the, the wanting to, you know, who does that? <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. So wait, what's the next one we're gonna do? Oh, they're bad people. Oh yeah. Um. I also, don't, don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, I know enough about them. I don't think my grandpa would be so hardcore into them if they were bad people. Fair. I don't know. Maybe there was some Me Too stuff about them later, but... So so maybe. I don't know. It's hard to tell. We don't, don't, we don't know enough. So we're going to skip that one. We're, yeah, right. we're on. I got one. Yep. Apple Music is better than Spotify. I'll die on this hill. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Who had the audacity to say that? Wow. Yeah. Um... No, obviously. No, yeah, for sure. Like, for for whoa, so many like, reasons. <laughs> like, Apple Music is, like, the... Oh, I'm going to sound like my brother talking about Apple phones versus... <laughs> just, like, just the most simple, unintuitive yeah. thing ever. Just a collection of music. And it's interesting, because I was born into Spotify, but you were a convert. So, I am a convert. So I Apple Music. Yeah, so it, your perspective is really interesting here. Yeah, there's, there's just so much... There's just so much more that you can do on Spotify, and it's just, like, more user-friendly. Mm-hmm. Like, it just makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's so smart. It is. The way that my Spotify is yeah. so fine-tuned to my, like, to me, yeah. after me having it for eight years, you mm-hmm. know, at least, it's pretty cool. I'll, I'll never, ever, ever, I was actually just thinking yesterday, like, if Spotify ever gets bought out by any other company, oh, I don't, I, I'm gonna have a crisis. Like, yeah. I'm gonna, that might be the thing that gets me to, like... Lay Miz style barricade in the street and be like, give me back my, <laughs> give me Spotify, Spotify or give me death. Yeah, yeah that's. that's I'll so never be convinced otherwise. Yeah, for Spotify, it's it's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was yours, right? Yep. So now mine. Having kids doesn't mean you deserve special treatment. You chose two kids. <laughs> <laughs> you chose two kids <laughs> as a verb. Um, I don't know what the special treatment is that we're talking about. Um. Like, are we, are we talking about, like, getting to board the plane first? Or, yeah, like, accommodations of any kind? Yeah. I don't know. Like, we have a kid with us, so we need... Mm-mm. Something? I mean, okay. Um, you um, chose it, but also, it is hard to have kids. <laughs> so, like... what? This is how I'm going to interpret this. What if you are a friend to someone, and that friend has, like, a kid mm-hmm. and then that friend starts like not hanging out with you as oh. much or like not doing stuff like I never ever want to be the parent that like makes excuses to be like oh I can't I have a kid okay you know but that's a me personally thing uh-huh 
I'm going to be a really fun parent. And I know that that's so ignorant of me to say because I've never had a child and I don't know what it's like. But I know myself. Yeah. And me, with a back injury, almost signed up for the Salt Lake City Half Marathon this Saturday morning. <laughs> this morning I'm just sitting there. I'm like, just like, <laughs> it's so, it's so ridiculous. Should I run a half marathon on Saturday? I have the day off. Like, oh my God. That was my thought process. That is so funny. I'm like, no, you hurt your back the last time you went snowboarding, you dumb idiot. That is but, so you. That's so funny. Um, I don't know. I um, I can see how it's very annoying, as, like in, in that situation where like they're making excuses and stuff. Um, I feel like that's annoying. Um, but all, and they like I just feel like there needs to be balance there. Hmm. I think there needs to be balance in everything. <laughs> um, like obviously they have a kid and that takes up a shit ton of time and a shit ton of energy. So like. They're probably, like, just realistically, they're not going to be going out as much mm. and doing as much with other people. But I do think that it is important to, like, prioritize specific relationships that you want to keep, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, it doesn't have to be going out and getting, like, shit-faced or something, but, like, hanging out. Yeah. Just, yeah. like, chilling together. Just, like, Figure out time quality time. Yeah. Is good. So, I think, yeah, I just really think that it needs to be, like, both sides kind of go into that. Yeah. And then I don't know. I don't. I don't know if we're talking about if we talk about accommodations in other ways. I don't know. I feel like. I feel like I feel like I'm fine with with people with kids having <laughs> accommodations. Yeah, like I'm good accommodating children. Yeah, I I I think they deserve <laughs> special treatment. I'll give them that. <laughs> they can like go ahead of me or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Anyway, but I mean, I guess I get the the sentiment like that you chose to have kids, but I don't know. I would still. Who gives a fuck? No. <laughs> Take your kids, kids and go be a parent. Go do it. Go do the damn thing. <laughs> go fucking raise tomorrow's generation. Generation. The next president of the United States. The next president <laughs> is one of these kids. The next. <laughs> the very subsequent president. <laughs> they're like, they're like seventeen or something. <laughs> That's to be the, the next youngest president. president of all time. They're gonna Ben Wyatt this shit. What is the? I think you have to be thirty-five. Oh shit. Well, damn. There's gonna be some weird like over <laughs> thing, and I don't know. The world's gonna like go into some weird dystopian thing for like 10 years yeah probably i mean just waiting waiting for the president to come of age like a king arthur book or something yeah um this one says game of thrones is the most overrated tv show of all time i'll give it i'll give him that i've never seen it and i don't think i ever will it's a it's a decent show (laughs) i'm a i don't know if you guys know this but i'm a fantasy novel gal (laughs) and and uh, <coughs> it's very fantasy, obviously. And it's like fine. It's pretty good, but it's like just just watching it makes me go like, "Ew, who is this guy? And why mm. does he think about all this stuff? Mm. Like how violent it gets, Ugh. and like how much of it is just like sex, like for for no like no story, just like fanfare sex, yeah. you know, just like stupid stuff." And then just the way of the writing just makes it feel very, like, not that... Like, I, watching the show, I was like, I bet he's not a very good writer. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, and one thing that really pisses me off about it, and, like, Aaron and I didn't even finish it together because it was making me so angry. I was like, this person <laughs> left... the Like, the family split up in the first season. Mm-hmm. And they're still, like, they're just now coming back together. It's, like, season six. Like, they've been doing their own thing this whole time. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, supposed to be this huge war coming this whole time. And it's been, from one to six, nothing really happening. Like, little mm-hmm. individual, like, scuffles or whatever. But, like, dude, like, <laughs> it's just, like, Get too, to the point. it's too <laughs> spread out. It's too many characters. It's not good. Not that good. Fine. It's fine. We'll give it to them. Game of Thrones. Good job, guys. Big thumbs down. Great job on that one. <laughs> um, the World Cup should be an international holiday and nobody works. Yes! <laughs> yes! The amount of times that I have watched the World Cup at work, it's yeah. only twice. I've I've only been working for two World Cups, but both mm-hmm. times I have been unwell. Because, <laughs> I, I, because I'm either so focused on the games that I'm not sleeping, or I'm so focused on the games that I'm not working. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like 
this this year it was kind of lucky because I didn't really work through any games except for there were a couple of like morning coffee shop shifts where I worked but I could just have the game playing on my phone and like mm-hmm. kind of mostly watch the whole thing mm-hmm. um, but I didn't work at Cheesecake at all during the games because I worked nights and they were all in the morning mm-hmm. but I would go home and like the games started in four and a half hours you know and so wow. I would I would kind of there was like a two week period I wasn't really sleeping there during the World Cup wow <laughs> but yeah get us off work everything's closed everyone just watch soccer and care about it that's what happens in other countries Dude, I could go off about this. My only thing with that is like, so are we like doing it for other big sporting events too? No, because the World Cup is the maybe the Olympics would also that qualify. Would be cool. Because I'd be down for the that. reason why I'm okay being like my thing is the most important is because is because of its global reach. The World Cup is the closest thing we have to world peace. This is the <laughs> only thing where everyone's coming together, everyone's loving the game. It's the beautiful game. Everyone's in a good mood about it. Like we put politics aside and we play soccer, you know? <laughs> Was it the World Cup where <laughs> Where a Colombian dude, I think it was yes. the final, and yep. he accidentally and he the, owned yep. Goldit and fucking Pedro Pascal, or Pedro Pascal, Pablo <laughs> Escobar, yeah. fucking killed him. Yeah. That's insanity. Yeah. Talk about world peace. Just but kidding. that was in the 90s. I know, I know, I know. Um, I don't really have an opinion on that one. I watched the World Cup for the final game this year, and it was cool. <laughs> the way that you've played soccer for so long and that you don't care about it. I know, it's weird. It it's kills a, it's me. the sport I've played the very longest and I don't give a fuck about it. <laughs> it drives me absolutely crazy. No single fuck. Except for, you know what? I do like watching the U.S. women's national team during, like, the Olympics. Okay, yeah, yeah. I yeah. like that. I love that. But do you know the Utah Royals are coming watch. back? The I want to go to those. We should get season tickets together and go it. feminist up in there. I know. That's what Aaron... Oh, here's a hot take. Let's talk about it. Okay. Sorry. What is it? Hot take. Feminism would be solved if all women watched women's sports. <laughs> yeah. Not feminism would be solved. But you know how we're going to get female athletes to make as much money as watch male them. athletes? The same amount of women have to watch female athletes as like men watch male athletes exactly yeah we gotta all feminism up and get the girlies together and watch <laughs> WNBA games and yeah. NWSL games dude we and, should have parties for it oh my gosh we should okay cause yeah we've I mean did you did you see the WNBA draft no for your team you're at the you're, you're like I'm the, the fever. fever yeah dude you guys got the number one pick Elliot Boston who's like the the best Go. player in the NCAA Let's go! Okay, there's well, like preseason games starting probably. next week or something like that, right? Yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. And you got like three, two, uh, two other maybe. Really good draft picks. So, team's gonna be looking up. Um, but yeah, I totally agree with that. And also, like, if you watch women's sports and you just like stop listening to that male voice in your head saying that they're not good. They are good, and it is entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Aaron and I watched the entire NCAA uh, March Madness bracket, uh, what, oh, yeah. what, like, tournament for, for the women, and it was so good. And I, people fucking are so dipshitty about women's sports. <laughs> yeah. Because I remember I was in a class one time when we were talking about, you know, this, because this is just, like, such a debate, you know? Mm-hmm. And the teacher was like, well, maybe we think that men's sports, like people like men's sports and they, they think they're more entertaining because we value the things that Ooh. men are good at. We value being really fast or we're jumping high or, you know, things yeah, like that. Yeah, it's like men are supposed to be these hunters that are, you know, yeah. like evolutionarily, you know? Yeah, and that's like, that's our societal value because of the patriarchy. We, we value, me- like, the things that good men are good at more than the things that women are good at. Mm. And if you watch women's sports you'll notice that because they don't have as much of that like running super fast and Mm -hmm. whatever it's first of all more competitive Mm -hmm. and second it's more um like fundamental and like skilled like you have to actually try harder as a female athlete to be good let's go and you're like actually (laughs) running plays in basketball and you're like you know you just like have to work so much harder on your fundamentals and 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 it's more fun to watch yeah especially because oh i fucking hate I've been so mad about this recently, but just like the the NBA is so goddamn boring. 
but it's literally the way that it is because people have like it's like the instant gratification yeah type of bullshit they're like want to see ball go in hoop yeah want to see it now want to see it dunked hard into hoop you know <laughs> so it's like voice. i know it is <laughs> so it's like just like the stupid back and forth dunking or layups or three-point shots and that's yeah. like it there's like they completely not completely but they've pretty much eliminated the mid-range game because it's like not as exciting yeah. which yeah. is stupid like go fuck yourselves first of all consumers <laughs> and figure out how to have a brain that like can appreciate more than just like big wow yeah and, exactly yeah. so anyway that's a really fantastic tangent that you just went on thank you i enjoyed it thoroughly and i me and aaron have season tickets to watch the utes next year the, oh the that's awesome basketball team. yeah i love that for you and we're gonna be watching the WNBA, the aces we love our girl kelsey plum and Angel Wilson. Um, so it's going to be very cool. That's amazing. And we should definitely go yeah. and get season tickets to the Royals. When do they... It'll be next season. Like in a year. Okay. Is it this time of year? It's spring? It should be. Okay. I think so. Cool. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> Who's next? Is it me or you? Me. Okay. Next one. Quote unquote bro culture has led to some questionable fashion choices. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I agree. And the first one that pops in, into my head is wearing the hat not right at all. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, why do they put it so high on their head? They look so stupid. They yeah. look like the toe people from Spy Kids. Yeah, they do. They look like, terrible. It looks bad as You stupid. want that much more head on you, dude? <laughs> put the hat on. Yeah. And also, what's with the sunglasses? The, oh, my gosh. Vapor wave, whatever. Like the, what are they called? I don't Snake even know. Viper. Pit so, Vipers. That's what they're yeah. called. <laughs> the super, like, colorful, yeah. huge fucking They look like ones. ski goggles. They look so stupid. <laughs> Guys, stop doing that. You know what I, you know what I do love? Seashell necklaces? Oh. Take them off! You know what Sorry. I do kind of love that I think came from bro culture is the hoochie daddy shorts. The short oh, shorts. Oh, I do love... That's the one thing. Oh, boys. You Men. keep going with that. <laughs> Men, make your shorts shorter. I mean, boys, obviously. Boys, you keep riding them up, yes. Yeah, Pull like, them up higher. Hem them. Why did we ever go through a long short phase? Never. For anybody, ever. For anyone. Never Get, long wear short. Wear short shorts, everybody. <laughs> I want to see Hot your take. thighs. Hot take, let's see them thighs. Let's see them. I don't care your gender. I don't I don't care Just want to see them thighs, Just baby. Just want to see them thighs. <laughs> My love for thighs crosses gender bounds. <laughs> oh, yeah. Give me every thigh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, All right, go ahead. Okay. Pasta salads, i.e. cold pasta, are terrible and shouldn't be consumed. I bet you agree with this. I don't necessarily. Um, mm. I if, if my pasta salad is going to be my pasta salad, um, it has to be um, like the day of. Because <laughs> I don't know what it is. And it has to be very simple. Like, okay. I don't like the weird mayo ones. Blah, kill me first, you know, before I eat like that. A, like a macaroni salad? Yeah, but okay. like, like mayo-based instead of like... A, yeah. What's the other one? Like the... It's like a, like a Caesar salad, almost kind of dressing instead. Yeah, those are good. Okay, but the mayo shit, yeah. kill me and then kill yourself. Not really. Oh. Um, <laughs> but um, it has to be eaten day of though, because I don't know what it is after it goes in the fridge and stays there for a while. Mm-hmm. The like, the 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 stuff on it just like <laughs> evaporates or something. It, it like goes away. It drips. I don't, I don't know what happens to it, but it leaves, and it does not taste good anymore. <laughs> it leaves. <laughs> it is no longer present. Mm. Okay, so you're like, pasta salad's fine, but just right now. Yeah. And never any other yeah. time. Okay. Leftovers, no. We have to no. eat it all now. Okay. Fine. Yeah. I can do that. I love pasta salad mm-hmm. and most cold pasta. Okay. Like, I'm assuming that when he said... Like cold pasta in parentheses, that that means also no to like cold mac and cheese leftovers. Do you like that? No. Ooh. Anything anything served hot has to be eaten hot for me. Okay. Um, So would you reheat the mac and cheese? Hmm. Or would you just not have the leftovers? I think the mac and cheese I would. Something like a like a really buttery um, sort of sauce. No, because then it just turns to like it it doesn't like like reheat the same way. Yeah. It doesn't keep. Which okay, I. 
I don't know if this is a hot take or if this is just me going to ramble about something dumb. Yeah. Y'all, air fryers have changed the game as far as leftover <laughs> fries go. Dude, You yeah. can have leftover fries now. Because yeah. you just pop them in the air fryer and they're good to go better than new. Dude. You can add your own seasonings, too. Like, yeah. That's the way to go now, dude. Take them fries home. I gained appreciation for uh, air fryers when I lived with Tiffany, and she'd make pot stickers in them. Ooh, yeah. I love a crunchy pot sticker. Yeah. <sighs> Bury me in them. Me and Bailey went to Costco yesterday and just had the goofiest little time. Yes. Just <laughs> We, at the beginning, we're like, we don't need a cart. First mistake. You can never go to Costco. Never Costco go to Costco without a, without a cart. And I've learned that. And I'll probably make it again. I'll make the mistake over and over and over we don't again. Need it. But we were we just passed this one thing that was like vegetable melange. And I was like, vegetable village. And then she said vegetable like she just kept going with the joke. And we were just giggling so hard. And then like um I bought a big old bag of impossible nuggies mm. that I'm stoked yeah. about my air fryer. Have you had them before? Yeah. Oh cool. So Yeah. I just wanted to talk about all the things that I'm going to put in my air fryer. I got like veggies. (laughs) Delicious. It's cute. cute. Um, Your turn, right? Yeah. This this says Crocs are a must-have footwear item. Every person in the world needs Crocs. (laughs) Um, I'm not passionate about it, but I am going to agree. I have a pair of Crocs. They're just flip-flops, but they're, like, my summer shoe. They're my poolside shoe. They're my mm-hmm. little just, like, oh, I don't really want to put on shoes, and yeah. so I'm going to wear these. That's what Crocs are. I don't think that they're an out-and-about, like, everyday staple. Mm-hmm. I think that they have their role and that they play it well. I agree with that. Um, the only thing that I would say about this is, like, maybe – I wouldn't say Crocs specifically – Mm-hmm. But I'd say like an easy shoe, like a oh yeah, yeah. like a Birkenstock or something. Mm, yeah, you're a Burks girl. I am a Burks girl. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> I love my Burks. So like an easy shoe to put on and just like, yeah, I fucking hate having to deal with like laces and shit. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, an easy shoe. Everyone needs one, but I don't think it has to be Crocs necessarily. Fair. But okay. I do agree that they they do their job and they do it well. <laughs> you need that shoe. Mm-hmm. All right, you're up. I'm up. Hello. Took so long. Okay. (laughs) This person said, not voting is exercising your right to vote and reflects your disapproval of decisions made. And my thing is, okay, but, um, but no one knows that. No one knows. (laughs) (laughs) You're voicing your disapproval by not voicing your disapproval. (laughs) Like, I'm, (laughs) I'm not going to vote. Because I don't approve. And then and then and then the winner is just like, Thanks for everyone to who voted for me. And like the, <laughs> and like, hey, um huh? literally no one knows if you didn't vote. <laughs> Unless you say it. Unless you say it. Um Okay, 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 okay. Lots of thoughts here. Um and I'm really heavily taking into consideration how smart I think this person is who submitted this. And uh, like how much I respect the mind of this human. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I want to like, but I also know how unassertive this person is. Oh. And so I like, I get the idea behind it. I really, really get the principle of it and the sentiment. I get yeah. everything about it. I just think that it's one of those things that's only makes sense in theory and not in practice, which is yeah. kind of what you're saying where it's like, yeah, sure. Voice your disapproval in whatever way that that feels right to you. But by doing that, you are kind of, making no difference at all yeah you know the only action that you have is to vote and so if you don't take that action sure you're not voting for like like let's say and okay maybe i'm contradicting myself i'm sorry i'm just like talking in a circle right now but i now i'm realizing that like maybe this is coming from that same place of my small actions make a difference and if you're trying to like overthrow the voting system in general and this is how you believe and like go for it go queen bestie go off you know type thing um but if it's just like oh man i don't like any of them i'm not gonna vote i i don't love that but i get it um i actually was thinking of your whole thing of like small actions make a difference Mm -hmm. in kind of the opposite way that like that like you like 
I don't know. I guess... Um, like small inactions make a difference in a negative way? Yeah. Okay. Like, I mean, you see all sorts of posts about, like, like if you're... Like something, like someone says something racist, if you keep quiet, you're, you're yeah. not like, your silence is you're, complicit you're, or yeah, whatever. you're yeah. complicit in your science, yeah. silence. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, I don't know. I think that the whole action, like, I think the whole like small choices make a difference is like, you still have to like do, you have to act in some mm-hmm. way or, or you at least have to have like a big like group of people. Like if you're going to like not vote, then you should at least go out and like like picket or something you know like like small actions but any action yeah is that kind of what you're saying yeah and then my other thing that i thought about was oh shit what was it was um oh fuck me get it get it back about the small things and the small actions voting (laughs) oh i also feel like this is just like a very nihilistic it makes sense from the type also, but yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just, nihilis, nihilism is a tool of oppression. So like, <laughs> go off. So like, sorry, but I, I disagree with you, sir. Okay. I want to, I mean, I guess, I mean, he is right in, it is exercising your right to vote, but it like. But this is, this is so much anything. bigger of a conversation that we could be having about this and I kind of want to have it. Okay. And I, just in general, like, the reason why we're about to go on this, like, trip next week is because you thought, like, I want to do something good and productive and helpful and, like, I don't know. I keep calling it action-oriented integrity. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep using that fa- phrase. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, this seems so little, but it, like, is going to make a little bit of a difference to a couple of people, you know? Like, yeah. And the actual doing it of, like how to consciously be a good person and how to live in a world when there's no ethical consumption under capitalism. And like, so like, you know, like how, like this conversation, like do small actions make a difference because I fight every day with people in my life that I'm like, no, I'm going to keep believing that what I do makes a difference because what else am I going to do? People tell you that it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. I've, I've, especially with like my veganism, which is the thing that I'm most passionate about. People are so weird about that. They like feel like they need to like, to like break my joy. Yeah. yeah. Like like I've had so many people in my life tell me that I'm going to get hardened and that I'm going to be jaded and that like one day this like spark of naivety and optimism in me is going to die and those people no, don't won't. know me they have no idea the bounds <laughs> the, the boundless the extensiveness of your, yeah, yeah the boundlessness of this belief but like that's what i had to do is i had to be in a place where like okay this is something important to me this is the only thing pretty much that i can do about it mm-hmm. and i'm gonna do that mm-hmm. and because even the even if i'm only saving i think you save like the life of like six thousand animals or something if you go vegan your whole life mm-hmm. and so like even if that only and then however much water i'm saving and however many freaking plastic bags i don't get at the grocery store and however many times i reuse that dumb little tupperware or my mm-hmm. hydro flask or like every tiny little action is doing something yeah. even if it's not big and that something is like what i can feel good about like at the end of the day when i go to bed you know mm-hmm. so it's like it has to be because no one cares if what you believe in if you don't do anything about it. Yeah. You know? Right. I think that this could be really good if he was able to find a, a, a like, get a following of people from both sides. Because you yeah. don't want to just, like, take out, like, <laughs> like you <laughs> just get a bunch of, of like, Democrats to, yeah. like... <laughs> to not vote. To not vote. Then, like, <laughs> oh, okay. So we really fucked it. <laughs> but, like, if you're able to find people on both sides that agree with you, and you can make enough of, like... Like, that's where that can mm-hmm. be really good. Yeah. But just, like, doing it on your own, like, that, I don't know. I feel like you have to, like, do something more than just not voting. Because, mm-hmm. again, like, nobody even, nobody would, nobody knows. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's, like, that old phrase about, like, no one cares how much you know until they know how much you care. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. Yeah. I've heard that a lot. And I freaking believe it, dude. No one's yeah. going to listen to you if you're not passionate. No one's going to, like... I don't know. That's that's another hot take of mine is that like you ha- you got to there's a little 
thing that my grandma gave me like 10 years ago and I've had it by my desk every day <laughs> since and it says do small things with great love oh I love you know? that yeah and it's just that's what life is we're out here just doing small things just so stoked about it so with joy and, our, joy and love in our hearts mm-hmm. yeah. I like it like uh, have you do you have one that you want to share I don't um, no I think I I don't know if I've talked about this but my one true political hot take is the Mitt Romney thing have I talked about this on the podcast mm, I don't know okay my one true political hot take is that none of this current situation would have happened if we would have just elected Mitt Romney in 2012 oh. yeah you know um, when Mitt Romney ran against Barack Obama's re-election, he was running for the Republican seat. If we would have elected him in four years, in 2016, there would not have been a Republican seat to fill. Mm-hmm. And he would be running against probably um, Hillary. But yeah. even that, or even someone else, like I don't know who it would have been. The tides may have turned. Um, but, but then we like, would have had the travesty that is Yeah, exactly. Trump. And like there would have no, been no place for that to even take place there would have been no and not even the fact that like trump was president like i'm talking about the divisiveness like of the aftermath like donald trump aside like the polarization of the parties right now i think would not be the way that it is had we elected mitt romney yeah i also do think that that largely that polarization is due to trump yeah right just giving voice to people who are just yeah like and making it making it like socially okay to like be racist just like out. yeah it's crazy and so like i don't agree with everything that Mitt romney does but i do think he has a good head on his shoulders i think he's, he's very far mediative. the best uh, yes. republican now like yes he's, he's my current so, favorite republican <laughs> so, everyone else is so fucking insane in there he's yeah. the only one who seems to have a brain and like yeah he's smart he's level-headed he's kind like i just like I think he would have done a great job as president, and then I think he would have gotten reelected, and then I think that whatever Democratic candidate at the time, like, to run against him in 2020, Mm -hmm. or run against him in 2016, would have been a really cool race, and then, or no, that's when I thought he would have gotten reelected. In 2020, Mm. then whoever would have come up, that would have been a cool race, but it would have been built on, like... A chiller foundation yeah you know not this like insane 2016 through 2020 of just kind of being loud and annoying to be loud and annoying yeah just absolutely like batshit fucking insane crazy um what was i gonna say oh and you know what mitt romney's writ Uh, having a stroke mitt romney's downfall what him being Mormon. It was. It yeah. literally was Mitt Romney's downfall. That sounds like the name of a movie. But yeah, Mitt Romney's downfall was that he was. That's Mormon. a documentary that's gonna be made about him someday. <laughs> the downfall of Mitt Romney. How he could have changed the nation <laughs> if he weren't Mormon. <laughs> he would have just not been Mormon. And that's not really on him. That's on people thinking so poorly of Mormons. Mormons yeah. <laughs> that's on the Mormon reputation for you. Yep. Nationwide. Nationwide Mormon reputation in the show. <laughs> Nationwide Mormon reputation. <laughs> Band name. At the very bottom of like the stinkiest outhouse is where that is. Yeah. I got a couple more. I got a couple more uh, band names for the pod. Okay. I got Improbable Birdie. Improbable Birdie? <laughs> yeah. I like it. Straight Potatoes. <laughs> Death Scooch. What? That one's good. I like that one. Um, oh, I thought, okay. Sorry. Very good. Um, I got nothing else. I got no more hot takes. I got no more... I always have hot takes. I don't know why I can't think of any right now. <laughs> but I have a lot of them. Dude! Sorry. No, never mind. I've just been like so... <laughs> I've just been so on the social justice these days. <laughs> so on the social justice. Yeah. And I saw something about... Dude, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just mention it briefly. <laughs> South Korea? Oh, jeez. There's this, ins- like, just the most dedicated group of women ever. <laughs> <laughs> this feminist group, like, a large group of Aww. feminists in South Korea who are just, like, treated terribly. The patriarchy there is so bad, and, I mean, it is everywhere. But, um, like, even to the point where they, like, put cameras in, like, hotel rooms and, like, Shit. bathrooms. Oh, no. And stuff. Um, so, anyway, these women, they're like, you know what? You guys aren't treating us well, and... Since we don't have any power legally or whatever, this is what we're going to do. They took a pledge, and they've been good at it, consistent with it, where they said, we are not going to have sex 
with men. We're not going to date men. We're not going to get married to men. And we're not going to have children. And they haven't. Wow. How and many dude, of them are there? I don't even know. But it's, it's big enough to make such an impact because wow. when they started this, which must have been like five years or something before, um, when they started this, the average number of children that a woman would have in her life was six. Wow. And now it's less than one. Can you believe that? Wow. They're making a difference, That's dude. Crazy. But you know what's the worst thing about it? The, the fucking men in charge, instead of being like, you know what? You know what? I'm thinking that maybe we've treated these women really poorly and maybe it would be better if we just, you know, did rights. some of the things that they wanted us to do. <laughs> like not rape them or, you know, <laughs> look at them in on cameras when they don't know. Oh, yeah. that's one of the signs they had that said, my body is not your porn. Whoa. Oh. Um, or my life is not your porn. I don't remember. But, um, sorry, getting distracted. Uh, instead of doing that, instead of being, you know, decent people yeah. and like figuring out a way to like solve the issue, they're like, how can we force women to have children? No. Dude. Anyways. So go fucking South Korean women. Yeah. I love you all. And I think <laughs> that we should create our, create our own nation. <laughs> with just women you and the South Korean women and you know what if we want to have kids if we want to have a boyfriend they can come visit on weekends and that's it that's it <laughs> until they shape the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> alright that's my hot take alright there it is just more like South Korea that's my hot take we need to start our own nation just all ladies thanks <laughs> thanks we'll watch the WNBA because yeah that'll or maybe the NBA will go away and be replaced by the WNBA, and yeah. that's the NBA now. <laughs> yeah. Can you yep. imagine the look on and then someone's M- face? M- and then NBA, dude, yeah. Or, well, wait, WNBA, yeah, yeah. NBA. NBA. Wow, so hard to say. <laughs> so hard. Uh, Anyways. It's the season of the WNBA. It is. Not Guys, <laughs> find a team and start watching. Yep, everyone pick your teams. All the girlies are gonna be having a WNBA year. Yeah, so. and we're gonna we're gonna watch them together. We're fuckers. gonna go hard for it. So, hey. um, Indiana Fever and peace and blessings to you and your kin. Bye. Bye. <laughs>